Hello and welcome to the Wedding Dish Podcast. Grab your fork and knife and take a seat at our table as we dish on all things weddings. You'll hear stories and tips from real couples and wedding pros about love, life, and entrepreneurship. I am Sarah Alipin, your hostess with the mostess on The Wedding Dish and the CEO of Photos from the Hardy and District Bliss. And uh, before we get started, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, you have to check it out. It's Jackie with Perfect Blend Band, and we talked about the soundtrack, aka the playlist for your wedding, and how it can set the entire mood. So um, thank you for tuning into The Wedding Dish today. I am very excited to be dishing with this week's guest. So today we're talking talking with another one of the vendors from our upcoming couples social. Um, It's at Mess Hall in DC, and she is a talented hair and makeup artist who specializes in bringing out the best version of you, the woman behind Rizelle Beauty Salon. Rizelle, thank you so much for being on The Wedding Dish with me today. Thank you, Sarah. I really appreciate it. I'm really excited. So, Yay! <laughs> so before we pull up a chair and dish about all things beauty and budget, um, I just want to take a fast moment to remind all of you listeners out there to grab a free ticket to our couple social on January 22nd. It's at Mess Hall in DC. Rizelle will be there, so you'll get to see her in action and you'll get to like sample some things. It's going to be lots of fun. It's an alternative to a wedding expo where you get to mix and mingle and actually really get to meet and know the wedding vendors. And it's really low pressure. You get spoiled and you'll have a blast. So make sure you RSVP with the link in our bio or not the link in our bio. This is not social media. The link in the description of this episode and you can find it on the website too. So um, are you ready to dish with me today? Yes, totally. All right, let's do it. Um, So I know you're really, really passionate about bringing out the best version of your clients and sharing that with the world. How do you do that as a makeup artist? You know, I think the important part of that is getting to know them and really understanding their vision. And pictures um, now help so much. So having a pre-consultation over the phone of what they're looking for, if we, you know, get to know each other a little bit more and then getting together for a trial helps so much to bring out that connection with um, our brides and help them really get that beautiful side of them to enjoy their actual wedding day and how to how they want to be seen that day. I love that. It's so important. And especially, you know, one of the things that I always think of with wedding vendors is you want to choose people that that get you, that see you, and that you like being around because, you know, Rizal, like you as a makeup artist and a hair artist, you set the tone for the day. Oh my gosh, you have no idea. (laughs) We do. Uh, It is a mental workout first for all of us to actually, when we are going as a team, uh, we try to be our best, our in our energy, as well as making sure we have everything ready, scouting out the areas in case of any emergencies from us that we might forget something because it may happen, as well as um, just any emergencies that that we may be able to help out the bride in. So yes, we do set the tone. And that's why I always tell my team, it is very important that we're in there solving issues if we can, but also giving them a good experience because 
it could be, and it has happened, that that is probably the one thing they'll remember that they were the most relaxed at. You know? Yes. It's very important. Yeah. It's a treat yourself moment where, yeah. 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 And by emergencies, you mean things like, you know, if there's a snag in the veil and you need to like sew something or um, just to, to be clear, this is not, you know. <laughs> you know, we as professionals and at least with uh, 11 years coming on me about 12 years of doing this, I have learned that you should have like an emergency kit for anything. Yeah. I mean, the little emergency kits that you can find in CVS are wonderful. Those are great gifts, actually, for uh, brides. If you are thinking of doing like a bridal uh, shower, those little emergency kits, battery packs, all those things that we think also as professionals to have just in case to aid in case of any emergencies, as well as backup little products that we may have, or just finding a store near us, like a CVS, a Walgreens, a Walmart, or any convenience store, so that we can have those little emergencies ready to go, as well as in our kits, our car, and as backup stores or anything around us, pretty much. Yeah, it's so important because you you don't want to have a blip. So having all of that pre-work done where you've done the research to know, okay, if we have something come up, if the comb breaks on the back of the veil and or, you know, the um, you know, you've got a crown and and you need super glue because something like popped off, um where you can get something to fix that and and knowing that you have somebody like Rizelle on your team on your wedding day is just it's so helpful to know that you can trust that person. That is very true. And that comes again with the communication when you first start. I always tell all my regular colleagues in the salon, they are already coming up as brides. I tell them, please do your research. You know, look at a couple of vendors, go on event birds and uh, find, um, you know, events like we're having soon where you can go and meet and greet. And actually, I had one yesterday and um, I told her, please go. And she was like, please let me know all the links. I need to go to these. I mean, she's thinking ahead. Um, She already has a date in a year and a half. And she told me, you know, I want to actually get to know them in person. And I told her about our event. She's very interested because she says that she wants to get to actually talk to the vendors. And I think that that's the new brides from after pandemic. Um, They're going to want to build that relationship with us in order to feel comfortable that they are really getting what they really need and want in their vision for their big day. Yeah, absolutely. It's yes, I could not agree more because you want the people around you to be people you like, trust, and that you know that you can like and trust them on that day. (laughs) That is very true. (laughs) So I know you're really passionate also about um, budget. And we've seen a big shift in a, in the economy and many couples are feeling a bit overwhelmed with the costs associated with their wedding. Um, we're kind of back in a place where you have the ability to have a larger wedding, but of course with number of guests, like costs can go up and things. So um, do you have tips for staying on budget both when booking hair and makeup as a professional – or sorry, both as as a hair and makeup professional and um, for couples throughout the wedding planning process in general? I think doing your research around your area, 
and uh, keeping in consideration that most likely they're going to go to you. That is one part of the the budget that they probably don't look into, that they have the cost of the day of the wedding, as well as um, maybe fees going outside. And then one thing I did read a long time ago when I did my research um, based on my packages and stuff through other um, professionals was, you need to make sure that if you're bringing out a vendor from outside uh, to your venue, you're not getting fees extras because there's certain vendors that are already preferred in your venue and you might get an extra fee for bringing your own. So always look into those things, ask a lot of questions, what they can offer you. If you find a vendor outside, make sure that they're within your budget of also traveling fees. And um, if it's important to you, obviously, once you build that relationship, I, for for example, the way I help my, my clients is I will have them come to me the day of the trial, but the day that they're going to do their photo shoot. That way they have their trial and then we just set them up for them to not have to have one more um, makeup done, right? So that is a huge savings already. It's over $200 of savings. And you get to choose that for your bridal shower or a party or your photos. So you can get to use that makeup. It is a longer appointment because we really get to know each other and ask a lot of questions. Um, but you get to save there. So ask them the way that they can save with, with you as well. And then the day of the event, I don't personally have packages just because they're a little confusing. But if they do have packages, ask them what is uh, what that includes and what you know they can maybe save them money on or maybe they may have options based on uh, mostly updos is what really costs up there I think um, more than the makeup does so have a few options so that you can stay within uh, your budget as well as have your bridal shower you know or your bridal um party help you out i always have them also bring at least one person that they trust and that they really value their opinion and i personally don't get offended i think i learned that very very um first on when i started this that i don't personally get offended i always tell them they're the ones who know you and they're the ones who are going to see you as you that day i'm only trying to bring that version of you um, in your best version. So bring the opportunity to also bring somebody in. And that doesn't cost you anything to have an opinion of somebody else that knows you very well, you know? And it's fun. It is fun. Also, I usually will do like mimosas or something here. So one, I don't have to get out of the salon. So that's already saving you um, money for for the trial. And you're doing it so that you can use it for something. So yeah, it's, it, you have to be able to, I do explain that when I send a little bit of a quote over. Um, and I think it's important for them to know, hey, you are saving money with uh, me trying to help you out on when to use these opportunities. I love that. And you know, I think you made two really important points here in addition. So travel fees are something that often get buried in contracts. So that's an important piece to consider. So make sure even if you have an email, first of all, read your contract. That's step one. Um, But there are a lot of times when I have travel fees in my contract, for example, but I'll waive them um, for because it's like if it's going to be $3 or $5, like it's not worth it to me to then have to add something into – like it's a waste of my own time to add it into the contract, to be honest, you know, or to add it into the invoice. Um, 
So unless it's like a significant amount, I waive them. Now, Mm -hmm. if you see it in my contract and I've had an email conversation with you saying that I will waive the fees or I set it on my call, you should ask me to put an addendum in the contract just so you feel like there's 100% clarity and that it's all just 100% buttoned up because you, at the end of the day, do not want to have surprises from any of your vendors, especially when they're budgetary. Um, It's just frustrating and it leaves a bad taste in everyone's mouth. So, um, you know, I... Of course, I value being very honest and I am always very transparent if that's unclear on this podcast, but (laughs) it's a great thing. (laughs) Most people can't take it, but it's a great thing. (laughs) It's really important to me. So, you know, if I said it in an email, then it's going to be honored, but not everybody remembers. There are so many factors. It's just it's always better and it really it doesn't ab- bother me or offend me when you read my contract and ask for clarity. So just make sure, you know, these are just like little things to keep in mind so that there are no surprises at the end of the day. You don't want to get a bill when you're on your honeymoon. Yes. So to me, that is very important. And again, like I was mentioning earlier, when we were having a little techie problem. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I rely a lot on my phone and on my iPad, and that's my third backup. I actually have my laptop, um, so I like to keep notes and tracks. I don't think there's an early point to trying to figure out your vendors, but definitely um, having your contract saved in your pictures and a favorite, maybe on your notes and as your text messages, and being able to have because sometimes we may not have signal, for example, somewhere, so you can't pull up your contract or you you know you can't pull up certain emails so you can definitely have a favorite on your um i screenshot a lot of things you won't believe how many things i've screenshot from your emails <laughs> my million emails you've received I save them into my notes with a headline just to keep up and the same thing i do with my clients i have it in my uh, notes uh, section on my scheduling I have it on my notes on my phone and I have it on my email as well as text message backups. So I think it's very important for having that backup for you to always have clarity and just go back on conversations um, and having it to ask any questions that, you, that they may have. Yes. And that's another great point. Don't be afraid to ask. We are there to help you. You don't know all the answers. You haven't done this before necessarily. So ask us like we've done this a lot so we, we have exactly <laughs> we have so please ask away i always i can't get tired of telling uh um you know guests to always ask any questions even if it has nothing to do with um my hair and makeup part I tell them, I know so many people that I might be able to help you. So if you have a dumb question that you think it is, it's not going to be dumb to me. Ask away. I may be able to help you with a few things. And I think that's also part of our job. You know, let's let's give you a hand as well to make this process pleasant. I could not agree more. (laughs) Yes, I could not agree more. I always say, um, what questions do you have for me? Not do you have any questions? Because if I say what questions, they'll pull something. And yeah. they'll, they don't, you know, they'll stop and be like, um, I'll get back to you about that because yeah. I don't know how many questions I have. 
And sometimes, you know, you have a call with your vendor and then you're like, you know what? I'm pretty sure I'm going to book this person, but I have some questions now that have sparked within me. You can get on another call. Totally fine. This is your wedding. If that person doesn't work well with your process, it's probably not the right vendor for you anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, Okay. So speaking of questions (laughs) – I didn't mean to tee myself up for this, but I did. Um, So what are some questions couples should ask or things that they should share with their wedding vendors when discussing budget? When discussing budget, um, I think the – I have this a lot, especially – for certain for certain groups of brides, they tell me what is you know I want something simple. When it comes to makeup, especially, there's not such thing as simple. So cutting budget on simple doesn't really mean that you're not going to get makeup done. The process is still always the same, right? Uh, you're still going to get it on your face, and it's going to take some time. What makes it look maybe simple? For for my side, is probably colors look a little bit less bride, but uh, they are all the same. The process is still the same. So I think maybe being able to explain to couples that uh, what is with pictures, like I I mentioned before, and what they're looking for, and have an idea of a conversation person to person, or even video calls, which is so helpful nowadays. Um, And having notes down about what you think you want, um, and asking a professional, asking around a different, different professionals as well, so that you can see who you click best, I think is the most important part of it. Um, again, building that relationship so that you can stay within budget, so that you can stay uh, happy with what you get. Um, I know some brides will definitely splurge on their hair and makeup for sure. Uh, because they they like what they see in social media and things like that. So yes, building that relationship, making sure that you're within your budget or maybe compromising your budget if you see it's worth it. And what else? Did I answer your question? Sorry. (laughs) Yes. And you actually kind of sparked another question in me um, when you were talking about like having a video consult and that kind of thing. So in my experience, I don't know very much about makeup. So when someone asked me, like, what kind of makeup would you like? I was like, I don't know. I think maybe what I do myself is a smoky eye. I'm not sure. I have no, honestly, no idea. I I do like some depth with like con- basic contouring. Isn't that like that wasn't even a term we used when I got married 10 years ago. Um, but um, so I – Kind of, I didn't really even know how to describe it, um, and and also like I didn't know, you know, my friends would be like, "Oh, well, you should get sprayed," and I'd be like, "Well, I don't have like any, like I don't even wear normally wear foundation." So I was, they were like, "But it's so much lighter, and your face feels Airbrush. lighter." Yes, yeah. okay. <laughs> you're like, I don't even know what words okay. you're using. I'm like, no, you're right. I was just having a conversation with somebody yesterday how um, trends with names change so much and we end up actually doing the same thing because we know every trick in the book has already been out, right? And now it marketing just gets us to back to like, I want the beachy waves or the vintage waves. They and then to us as professionals, it's another lingo because that's how we learned them. Mm-hmm. 
in the professional sense. So a lot of the times we have to bring back to clients saying, show me that picture again uh, so that I can explain to you if we're capable of doing that and why that is called what it is called and is most likely trends. Definitely every year we notice a trend and I end up doing the same hairstyle 20,000 times. <laughs> I don't get enough pictures of my brides getting them ready or close-ups because they all look very similar in camera. So when they are looking for in pictures in Pinterest, Google, or they see anything on Instagram, I always ask them, what is it about that picture that you like? Is it the color? Is it the sparkle? Uh, consider your hair color. Consider your um, your hair length. And is it similar to what you have? So always try to uh, look at similarities of the things that you like because our phones hear us and we can say, I want a bridal, you know, uh, look, I want a bridal look. And it's just going to throw it at you. And social media is going to throw it. And so it captivates us. And then the trends go into that. So definitely getting to know, uh, okay, this is the style I want. Uh, let me make maybe a Pinterest board of what the ideas look like and have a few options is important. I totally agree. And I also encourage all of our listeners out there um, to ask your wedding professional. Like, just because my friends told me I should get airbrush doesn't mean that that was would that be was what you would recommend. Yes, yes. I mean, airbrush uh, on its own is an artistic way of so many. You can do a full face, or you can do just the face, just the foundation. Uh, when I did my training, I had no idea you can do a full eye and pretty much anything with it. I just went for it because I needed the basics of uh, learning how to use my gun and I invested in that. And to be honest, after my training like eight years ago, I've used the foundation never with the gun. <laughs> really? Traditional makeup because I love how it looks. And so I explained to clients, it is going to be a little bit more expensive to use it. Um, the products is a little bit more expensive. We already know everything's going up. Uh, but I think it's more about uh, techniques. Yeah, um, I never knew. And my teacher showed me, yes, you can use it as a traditional, you know, foundation without the actual gun. And I was like, great, thank you. <laughs> that was <laughs> wonderful. So that was gave me an option to give my clients the option. Yes, you can use it. And I can explain the difference of why it sits that way or it is not definitely better, but it could be an option for you and getting to know them with the questions as again of uh, what their concerns are, what they usually use if they've ever gotten their makeup done, if they haven't with a professional. And that is part of what we interview in our trial or even in a video call first. Yeah, I could, I, we are in such agreement here. <laughs> we are just about at time, but do you have any final advice for couples who are looking for to hire a hair and makeup artist for their wedding day? Um. I believe that it is great to ask for pictures, uh, but definitely go get to know them, right? Uh, again, that video call, or please come out to uh, events like we're doing this January. Uh, now that we're able to have more contact with people, see if you guys vibe, as well as if you feel like, um, you know, just looking at their work and uh, having those those ideas, getting your hands in there, you know, us, us getting your hair, even if it's washed and dry. I have a lot of clients who are sensitive who come to me because they've run to a lot of other stylists, unfortunately, and they maybe felt like it was a little rough. 
And so if you are a tender-headed person, mention that. Mention that you have a, a skin problem. I had a whole bridal party once that they were so sensitive and allergic to everything. I had to do my homework and do all the uh, allergy tests and ask them, what is the ingredient that you're allergic to? That's why it's so important to have a trial. Please have a trial with your makeup artist and your hairstylist so that you get to know if that is what you're looking for or if they're even capable of doing the style that you are looking for. And uh, getting to know yourself. And one last tip I feel is, please, 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 uh, brides, do not go and do something you have not done before, like a spray tan. Or a facial. I know that a lot uh, will get that for the bridal showers and they'll use it like a week before. Yeah. And I think the best tip I give them is if you're going to use that as a relief because you're already so anxious and, you know, excited about this day, breakouts can happen, mishaps can happen. So maybe do it like a week and a half to two weeks where you uh, are not so um, leaned to maybe have a reaction in things. Uh, and even regular things that you already do at home may even give you a reaction. So maybe just try to de-stress with like other things like a massage or just going to the spa just to chillax for a little bit. But don't do anything new the day, the week of. You know, oh, yeah. well, it's so important. I always tell them that. And I tell them, and if you have any questions, should I use this mask or not? And I ask you, have you used it before? Just think about it. <laughs> you can use it. Afterwards. <laughs> you know, there's only so much we can do. Pictures you can edit, videos maybe, but makeup, there's only so far that you can do so that you can still look like what you wish for in that day. And then, of course, we have all the tricks up our sleeves to get rid of those blemishes, um, you know, add a little extra hair here and there to give that boom in the hair. So definitely ask away if you're a great candidate for um, for extensions, if you're a great candidate for a facial week before, if you're a great candidate for maybe doing like a spa day or something like that. Those are the kind of questions you should ask your makeup artist. It's not just about the makeup. It's also about your routines that is going to lead you up to those events. I love that. Well, thank you so much for joining me today on The Wedding Dish. Rizal, where can our listeners find you online? So I have Instagram and uh, Facebook. You can find me on Instagram with Rissell's Beauty G. Uh, and on Facebook, you can either do Rissell Beauty or you can do Beauty Gossip VA. That's my old name, but all my clients named it Rissell. So I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys can definitely find us there um and we do also have va girl where we have a lot of our services on there and if you are interested in any of our bridal services or a consultation a pre-consultation we are doing free consultations over the phone and uh via videos uh they are by appointments so that we can answer all your questions and that way you can rest assured that you're going to try to have all all the things that you may need. And it's not too early, even if it's a year before, okay? Yeah. It's oh, not too yeah. early to start asking questions. So please don't wait until last minute because six months, three months, even sometimes nine months, it can be uh, very close to your wedding. And that one makeup artist or hairstylist may be booked. So Absolutely. you don't have those dates available. 
Yes. And come meet Rizelle in real life and me at our couple social on January 22nd. Um, it's from four to six at Mess Hall in DC. It should be so much fun. You'll get to actually like you know, make sure you vibe. And um, also, it's just going to be such a fun, fun experience with sips and bites and all kinds of goodies and just tons of fun. It's a spoil yourself event. Um, And you can get your show notes and everything, of course, at theweddingdishpodcast.com. And we will link to Rizelle. So it'll be super easy for you to find her on our show notes. And we will link to her in this description as well. So you can just go and give her a quick follow on Instagram. And um, hopefully we'll see you all in a couple weeks in real life. And until then, cheers. Have a great rest of your day. Bye, everybody.